Zen nicotine pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime, which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Visit Zinn.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. It's Dexcom. With the new Dexcom G7, you get better diabetes results without those awful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or to your watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affect your glucose. It makes it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's so easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. Nancy Grace is coming to Fox Nation. I want justice. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace, available now only on Fox Nation. The dark web. What is that? Well, you're about to find out, and I'm going to give you three examples where the so-called dark web was used to hire hitmen. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I'm Nancy Grace. This is Crime Stories. Thank you for being with us here on Fox Nation and Sirius XM 111. First of all, let's kick it off with ABC 7 News Chicago reporter John Garcia. Listen. Jones was having an affair with the intended victim's husband, who she worked with. She used the relative anonymity of the dark web to hire a company called Sicilian Hitman International to kill his wife, all from her quiet suburban displays apartment. But a network news organization investigating the dark web stumbled onto the plot and reported it to Woodridge police. Without their bringing this evidence to law enforcement's attention, who knows how this case would have ended up. She admitted that she had accessed the Hitman website. Investigators found evidence of Bitcoin payments and communication between Jones and the Hitman website on her laptop. Man, oh, Manischewitz, hiring a hitman online, on the web, even if it is the dark web. For many of you that don't know what the dark web is, think of dark magic. That, that's what it is. Everything dark and distasteful is on the dark web. You know, you want to know how to make a bomb? Dark web. You want to hire a hitman? Dark web. But it's just so predictable. Sicilian Hitman International? Really? <laughs> With me, an all-star panel to break it down and put it back together again. Kathleen Murphy, North Carolina family lawyer at ncdomesticlaw.com and family law. That's certainly putting perfume on the pig. It's anything but family-like. John Cardillo, host America's Talks on Newsmax TV, former 
NYPD. You know he's been around the block once or twice. Professor Forensics, Jacksonville State University, author of Blood Beneath My Feet on Amazon, Joseph Scott Morgan. Joining us today, Dr. Angela Arnold, renowned psychiatrist, joining us from the Atlanta jurisdiction, and to Ray Caputo, lead news anchor for Orlando's Morning News, WDBO. Ray Caputo, wow. First of all, the dark web. A lot of people won't even know how to find the dark web. What do you do? Go to Google and write in dark web? Nancy, it's really like the seedy back alley of the internet. And, you know, I've accessed it as a journalist a couple times. Oh, as a journalist in your professional capacity, right? Yes, unfortunately, my job makes me do things like that. But, but yeah, it's just an absolutely seedy place. I mean, everything from kitty porn to murder for hire plots. It's just a place that if you have any sensibility, you don't want to be. Oh, how do you access the so-called dark web, Caputo? Well, you, you have to get a special browser. It's not really a direct thing. You just don't log on to a website. But you down, the way I did is you download a browser, and then that gives you access to these, these shady sites, and then you're, you're kind of on your own. It's not a straightforward thing, but it's really not that difficult either if you're a little bit tech-savvy, Nancy. Well, you know, whenever I need to make the smart flicker work, I call my son who grabs it out of my hands at any opportunity. He grabs phones, he grabs remote controls, anything that has a button, he grabs it out of my hand very rudely, I might add. He's like a monkey, you know, that just jumps down out of a tree and grabs whatever remote is in your hand. But tech savvy, I mean, even a nine-year-old can do it. So, Basically, anybody can do it if they set their mind to it. John Cardillo, host America Talks on Newsmax TV, former NYPD. You've actually worked dark web cases. Can you break it down for me? Explain to others what is the dark web. Right. So like the previous guest said, you download a browser. There are different types of browsers. The most popular one is they call a Tor, T-O-R browser. It's basically an encrypted Whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait a minute, because I'm pretty sure Joseph Scott Morgan doesn't know what you're saying. When you say (laughs) (laughs) download a browser, you don't have to go to Best Buy to get it, or as I like to say, buy more. You don't have to go to Best Buy. You You just look it up and click, and you download the browser right there on your laptop. Right on your laptop, it's encrypted. Now, the dark web, I will say this, law enforcement, Nancy, has made a real dent. There was a famous case called the Silk Road case, and Silk Road at the time was the largest marketplace on the dark web, and you could go on there. I mean, I was on there when we were looking into them. They were actually peddling, like, bricks of heroin and fully automatic anti-aircraft weapon. I mean, it was insane the types of things you could buy from around the world. The problem for the bad guys was that many of them were just tech-savvy enough, but not tech-savvy enough. So they would download this browser, but they wouldn't do things like mask their IP address, the location of their computer, the ID of their computer. And so the FBI and NYPD now, whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait. When you say they didn't mask their IP address, their internet provider, let me give a really rudimentary example. I right. remember when I was still prosecuting in inner city Atlanta, I got a fax from the Fulton County Jail. It was a death threat from an inmate. Well, just like I could look at that number and see it was the Fulton County Jail. Just like New York numbers start with 
212 or Atlanta area number 404 or 678. You could look and see it was from the jail. Just like that, cops can look at your IP address, your internet provider address, and track you down like a bloodhound. (laughs) Yeah, they can. And, And so what wound up happening was law enforcement that we started to make a dent because of those people making silly mistakes. So the dark web has become more of a, it's more now of an exchange place for people who want to believe they're doing something. And there still is nefarious CD activity. Don't get me wrong, but it's nowhere near as bad as it used to be. Well, maybe you should tell that to Tina Jones. Take a listen to CBS two Chicago reporter, Charlie DeMar. November 15th, 2015, Tina Jones is proposed to, surrounded by family and friends, her life seemingly going in the right direction. But the honeymoon faded. This is her now in jail. Police say she was having an affair with a married man, accused of paying a company on the dark web $10,000 in Bitcoin currency to have that man's wife killed. Jones lives with her spouse in this Desplaines apartment building on River Road. Neighbors reacting to the arrest. To me, it's what's wrong with this lady that, you know, the price of a life is on money. Last week, police in suburban Woodridge received a tip about the murder for hire plot from the CBS News program 48 Hours. That information led investigators back to Jones, (coughs) revealing she allegedly made arrangements on the dark web for the hit back in January. Straight out to Ray Caputo, lead news anchor, anchor Orlando's Morning News, WDBO. Okay, tell me about Tina Jones. First of all, uh, she was using Bitcoin, which my husband and I argue about that all the time. I don't think it's even real. You can't, to a, you can't go to a bank, Jackie, and say, oh, give me 10,000 Bitcoins. Impossible. It's pretend. But apparently, people believe it. Okay, Ray Caputo, explain to me what Tina Jones did. Wow, she's well, pretty. She's, she could have any guy she wanted. Why do you have to have an affair with a married man in your office and then go online and order a hit for his wife? I, I, go, go ahead. Your, your guess is as good as mine. You know, Tina Jones wasn't even married very long herself before she started one of, of several affairs. I believe there was like two affairs, actually, and this was the second one. So it does make you wonder why this woman was married in the first place. But she clearly liked to go after uh, men who were taken because she starts this affair. Now, meanwhile, Nancy, this is a nurse. This is a person who is trained to help people. And, and her instinct is the opposite. She gets this love rival out of the way by going to this murder for hire website. And uh, she, she provided a picture and address. And here's the thing, Nancy, this wasn't a crime of passion. She made installments, Bitcoin installments over three months. She had plenty of time to revisit this plan, but she ended up making that last Bitcoin payment. So she was serious about this. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Big thank you to our partner in making today's program possible. It's Grand Canyon University. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes we're endowed with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And the American dream starts with purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. Offering over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides you a path to help fulfill your dreams. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Guys, we are talking about the dark web and what goes on on the so-called dark web. And let me tell you, plenty. Right now we're talking about a, a beautiful young nurse, Tina Jones, who not long after her wedding, uh, that marriage was doomed, starts an affair with a married man at her office. How predictable. I mean, does it always have to be the secretary or a co-worker? You, you go into the office fridge and get your yogurt out together. I mean... Surprise me. Why is it always the office? Always a married man? But that's what happened. But that wasn't enough for her, according to prosecutors. They say she went on the dark web to hire a hitman from, I mean, this is straight out of central casting, Sicilian Hitman International. I mean, to you, Kathleen Murphy, North Carolina family law attorney, family law attorney, uh, ncdomesticlaw.com, that was a little redundant, family law attorney but okay that's your can of worms to deal with kathleen murphy kathleen installment plan you remember when you used to have layaway like you'd want a sweater you see it at what what sears and you go pay ten dollars until you pay the whole thing off then you get the sweater an installment plan for murder kathleen murphy not only is that significantly cold-blooded but nancy she never even met this woman. And how cold-blooded can somebody be to sit behind a computer and make installment payments for murder of a person you've never met? And she's 33 years old. It's not like she's some starry-eyed teen girl that has no idea yeah. what she's doing. She's 33 years old. And what does that tell you to Dr. Angela Arnold, psychiatrist joining us out of Atlanta, that she's a newlywed, but she starts an affair. Of course, it takes two to tango. I'll use that old tire cliche. So the, the man was part of this too, as far as the affair anyway. Don't know that he's connected to the murder attempt, but she's just gotten married. Well, why is she having an affair with a married coworker? Dr. Angela? It's not the first time I've ever heard about something like this. The, the part that disturbs me the most is how premeditated this was on her part and the, and the length of time that she, that she participated in this plot. But I, have, but I have often seen 
people who are recently married start having an affair. This is not, that, that was not a surprise to me, that part of it. I wonder if it's just too much life change and this is their way of, of a, a, an out because... Or perhaps, they, or perhaps they feel trapped. They could feel trapped and they want to know that they can, that they can still, you know, be out there doing whatever they were doing before. But it, is a, but it is a sign of some mental instability, no matter what it is, isn't it? You know what I just thought of, Dr. Angela Arnold? The other night, John David had a play date, and it was a spend the night. So Lucy and I stayed up. I'm embarrassed to say, don't call DFACS 3 a.m. watching girl movies. Um, and one of them was Runaway Bride. Remember that? With, uh, yes. Julia Roberts and somebody. Long story short, why would you go through with a wedding and a marriage if you're going to feel trapped? Don't you get an inkling of that as you're walking down the aisle? Well, I have a. I, I think that this speaks to some much deeper things going on in this woman. I, we have no idea what she was, what she, what her history was prior to getting married. You know, another issue is, I, I think I know what triggered this. The married coworker dumped her. He called it off. Ray Caputo, how could you leave out that important fact? In her psyche, she got dumped royally, and this was her response, to, to kill the wife. It is. It's absolutely preposterous. It's not what most people do. Most people, you know, breakups hurt, Nancy, but, you know, most people have had one that, that caused a little sting, and what we didn't do is get on the dark web and, and hire somebody. So, you know, again, it circles <laughs> back. It's completely audacious. So, to you, Joseph Scott Morgan, professor of forensics, Jacksonville State University, author Blood Beneath My Feet on Amazon. Joe Scott, you don't just look at blood spatter in crime scenes. You look at all sorts of forensic evidence, including a huge digital footprint this woman's leaving behind, going online, making installment payments. Talk about premeditation. If premeditation can be formed in an instant, in an twin. Just like that, when you raise the gun and pull the trigger, that's enough under the law to form premeditation, which means premeditated murder. She was making installment payments, like she's, you know, buying a sweater at Belt Matthews. Yeah. And she went to, it's su such a scam, and it was a scam. It wasn't even a real site. Sicilian Hitman International. So how long does it take for the cops to unravel that digital trail? <laughs> yeah, that sounds really legit. Sicilian hitman. Uh, yeah. It, it, hey, listen, she's left. She's literally left electronic breadcrumbs as clues uh, for people to, to follow. And now, you know, we're uh, law enforcement has caught up. They've, they've kind of, you know, they've, they've beat the curve now because there are entire units that are specifically assigned to do computer forensics. And boy, when you're talking about making installment payments, uh, every time there's a keystroke relative to this engagement that she's having with these people, that is another clue along this path. Uh, and the fact, going to what Dr. Angela said just a moment ago, the fact that she had this much time to think about this, this isn't like a heat of passion type of event. You talked about premeditation. Man, she had been thinking about this for a while. Listen to this, Joe Scott, talking about forensic evidence. And you, I, like you said, you, you can look at every digital 
keystroke. As a matter of fact, you know my book coming out, uh, Don't Be a Victim. One of the chapters about how to protect you, yourself and your family deals with cybersecurity. If you really want to see what your children are doing, other than sneaking up behind them all the time and ambushing them like I like to do for the scare factor, there are uh, many, many programs out there that you can download on somebody's computer and it catches every keystroke. And then I, I understand the way it works is that you type in, let's just pretend you type in Creepy Spectre and that the program comes up, you put in a password, and then suddenly you see every keystroke or, or pictures of what they're looking at if you really want to go DEFCON 4. So if we can do that, of course the police can do it. Experts in computer technology can do it. So here she is, and we understand, speaking of her digital footprint, she left specific instructions on the website as to when the hus woman's husband would be at work, when, so the, hit, the Sicilian hitman would know when she was alone, not to hurt the husband, and make it look like it was, I think, a robbery gone bad is what, what she wanted, or an accident. So Ray Caputo, what did she tell the Sicilian hitman international that she wanted? What specifically did she want? Well, she wanted this woman dead. And, and the other thing was she didn't want the, the ex, the, the person that she was having an affair with, hurt. So she had very, very specific instructions. And, you know, with those instructions, it becomes evident what she wanted to do. She wanted to get this woman out of the way through this murder-for-hire plot so she could have her husband all to herself. So she thought. You know, uh, Miranda, when police get a hold of her, she immediately, after 10 minutes, blurts out that she did it. Kathleen Murphy, then she wanted a lawyer but it was too late. She had already blurted out to cops that she did it. Nancy, this woman is clearly delusional. She's not thinking, and I see people that come through our court system time and time again who think they're smarter than the police, who think they're smarter than the detectives, who have no clue that everything they're typing on their computers can be traced. I have programs where I print out all these text messages and to read these text messages People are clueless as to the imprint or the footprint that they're leaving. Mm. You know, I, I'm looking online uh, at some photos CBS posted, and it's of the legitimate fiancé, not the married co-worker, bending down, giving her the ring, saying, Tina, will you marry me? Tina says, yes, but that wasn't enough. She had to have not only the married co-worker, but his wife's head on a platter. That's Tina Jones. She pled guilty to attempted murder, got about 12 years plus probation. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare bbc 
Big thank you to our partner in making today's program possible. It's Grand Canyon University. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes we're endowed with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And the American dream starts with purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. Offering over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides you a path to help fulfill your dreams. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Hi guys, Nancy Grace here. We have all worked so hard to bring to you Don't Be a Victim. Fighting Back Against America's Crime Wave, a brand new book. After interviewing literally hundreds of crime victims and police, we put our knowledge into Don't Be a Victim. You can pre-order now. Go to CrimeOnline.com, pre-order now, and know that portions of our proceeds goes to the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. We are switching gears here at Fox Nation and Sirius XM 111. We're talking about the mischief and mayhem and murder, among other things. It's going down on the so-called dark web. You may not have ever heard of it, but boy have I. Now we're talking about a young person, a young woman named Amy Elwine and the suspect. Stephen Allwine. Take a listen to our friend Michelle Sigona. 911, what's the address of the emergency? Uh, I think my wife shot herself. There's blood all over. Shot herself with a gun? It looks like it. <laughs> a gut wrenching scene plays out during a 911 call. A young boy is the first to find his mother shot to death inside their home. Does she still have the weapon? I don't know. We just got Where did she shoot here. herself? I don't know. I just saw her in, in blood. Busy trying to console his son, Stephen Allwine has little information for the operator. Okay. Do you see her right now? No, I'm with my son. Sir, do you know if she was breathing at all? I don't. I okay, just got back from dinner. Okay, would you like to check on her and see if she is, or do you believe that no. she is beyond help? Stay there for just a second. They want me to go check on her. Hang on. Stephen quickly returns to the phone with the tragic news. Okay. She's not breathing. I, I can't tell where she shot. Wow. Our friend Michelle Sigona at Crime Watch Daily, he sounds awfully calm to have just found his wife shot dead and his son going berserk, of course, after seeing mommy covered in blood. I'm not quite sure how the dark web is going to fit into this, but I know this much. And defense attorneys will argue with me till they're blue in the face. But he sounded real. Jackie, did he sound calm to you? Pretty he sounded nice. very calm to me. Like, hi, mom, she shot herself dead. 
uh-uh, I'm not buying that for a minute. To Ray Caputo, lead news anchor, Orlando's Morning News, WDBO. Ray, what happened exactly? Well, this case actually starts like six months before her murder when the, the FBI pops up on Amy Allwine's door and they give her some shocking news, Nancy. They say someone put a hit out for her on the dark web. And, and they figured this out because there was a white hat, a white hat computer hacker. It's an ethical computer hacker out of the UK. And he broke into one of these websites and he found all this, this information and he ends up passing it along. And that's how FBI had figured out somebody wanted Amy killed. Somebody that used the, the handle Dog Day God paid $6,000. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. The handle was what? Dog Day God. Okay, I'm going to have to leave yeah. that to our shrink to figure that one out. But that's his handle. Now, you said six months before, and she stayed in the home, even though the FBI, if I, I got my facts straight, called her and said, hey, somebody put a $6,000 hit on your life, and she stayed in the home with her child? Yeah, she did with her husband and her child. I know that they had purchased a gun because they were scared, but, you know, unfortunately, that was the same gun that, uh, Amy allegedly, allegedly had used to kill herself. So, yeah, they stayed in that home, Nancy. Uh, a trial kicking off for a so-called church elder, a 44-year-old church elder out of Minnesota, accused of killing his wife and staging it to look like suicide after a failed attempt to hire a hitman on the dark web so he could, quote, date other women. Might be hard to date other women from behind bars on a life sentence. I, I don't understand that thinking, but we see it all the time. To John Cardillo, host America Talks on Newsmax TV, former NYPD. It reminds me of Scott Peterson. If you want to have a relationship with Amber Fry, who's gorgeous, why not just get a divorce and let your wife's whole family hate you? Because your family's going to blame her no matter what. And date, I'd be mad if you didn't get after it. Why murder? How many times have you seen that, John Cardillo? Nancy, it's always been the question, right? I mean, these guys, it, first of all, aside from committing the murder, the heinous act, taking a life, instead of just losing a couple of bucks in a divorce settlement, having your wife's family hate you, people you were going to be out of touch with anyway when you go off with the new person you're seeing either – break up with them and see somebody new or marry somebody else, you're now sitting in jail for the rest of your life. If you're in a capital murder state, sitting on death row, you probably spend close to a million bucks in legal fees. Your life is destroyed. Believe me, a church elder is not going to have a million dollars. And the Methodist church that I'm a part of, the pastors, man, they need to pay raise big time. Yeah, okay, but I'm talking about the, the normal guy who goes out there and he has a couple of bucks and messes around on his wife. You're right. Why not just leave her? I've never understood the psychopathology of killing the person you're with. I've just never, it's never made sense to me. People get divorced every day. There's a couple of months of hiccup, a little bit of un unpleasantries, and then everybody gets over it, moves on, and goes on with their life because well, everybody has things to do in their we lives. Hope so, yes. Never understood it. You know, uh, a a another layer to this is that the alleged killer is not from the dark web. It's actually the church, what do they call him? A church elder? Did he think his position within the church made it impossible for him to get a divorce? So it's better to 
commit murder. I want you to take a listen now to our friends at Fox 9, Minneapolis, St. Paul, reporter Tom Lydon. Dog Day God goes on. This bitch has torn my family apart by sleeping with my husband, who then left me and is stealing clients from my business. There are dozens of emails over the next two months as Dog Day God sends $13,000 in anonymous Bitcoin to Bessa Mafia, asking them to kill Amy when she makes a trip to Moline, Illinois, to make it look like an accident. But that falls through. There's another plan to kill Amy at home during spring break when her husband and son are away and burn the house down. But that falls through too. It's the level of detail that stood out for detectives. This was someone who knew Amy's every move. It starts to look pretty obvious that uh, Dog Day God was somebody very close to Amy Allwine at that point, for, for all of us, I think. And not only that, it was someone that wanted the husband and the son spared. As a matter of fact, the Dog Day God person, the uh, killer, was very careful in their specifications as to how they wanted this innocent mother, Amy Allwine, murdered. Take a listen again to our friends at Fox 9 Minneapolis St. Paul, Web of Lies with Tom Lydon. The FBI had contacted the Allwines and Cottage Grove police. FBI agents told the Allwines they had received information that a murder for hire inquiry had been located on the dark web a part of the internet that is all but untraceable, with Amy Allwine as the intended target. The website was called Bessa Mafia. It claimed to be run by Albanian gangsters, contracting with professional hitmen around the world. Someone had recently hacked the site and posted their private emails for the world to see, including an email chain from someone in Minnesota with the name Dog Day God, who writes, I am looking to hire you for a hit, but what is the recommended way to convert cash to Bitcoin? Man, oh man, what a trail they're leaving behind. Hey, by the way, uh, this is the Basalt Mafia, Albanian gangsters. It sounds like a... a, a, a fifth grader writing a crime novel. The last one was Sicilian Hitman International. This is Basa Mafia, the Albanian gangsters. And now they're actually asking the alleged hitman to explain to them how to change money, currency, into Bitcoin. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Big thank you to our partner in making today's program possible is Grand Canyon University. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes we're endowed with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And the American dream starts with 
purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. Offering over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides you a path to help fulfill your dreams. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Guys, we are talking about the so-called dark web. What is it? How does it work? Why are people using it? It is still functional. And right now, we're talking about Amy Allwine. At first, police are told that it is a suicide, that she shot herself. But that didn't cut it with police. Take a listen to our friend Michelle Sigona. Sergeant Randy McAllister of the Cottage Grove Police Department was the first detective on the scene. You questioned the suicide theory right off the bat. Yeah, I, I, I hadn't completely discarded it yet because some weird, weird things can happen with physical evidence and, and blood splatter and, and physics, but it was enough for me to, to at least put the brakes on. What stuck out to you? She was sort of laid out with her arms out to 45 degrees. Um, it, that's not a normal position for somebody who's just shot themselves in the head. Another red flag, blood drops around the bedroom. There were some what we call satellite blood drops outside of the main blood pool itself, which suggests that there was something suspended above that area and dripping blood down. Also, the position of the gun on Amy's left side. Her family, uh, who's outside by this time, says she's right-handed. So there are three red flags immediately sticking out to you. Right. You're hearing our friends at Crime Watch Daily. That was Michelle Sigona. To Joseph Scott Morgan, professor of forensics, Jacksonville State University, and author of Blood Beneath My Feet on Amazon, uh, I'd like you to address, I mean, we can all, as lay people, understand the guns on the wrong side of the body. Now, it possibly could have reacted and gone across her body and landed on the left side but I want you to address the 45 degree angle at which her arms were found from her body and the as he says satellite blood drops yeah the the angle or position of the arms relative to a weapon for instance it needs to marry up uh, with the consistency of, of the weapon itself to, you know, just for example, if, if the, if the arm say for instance, is in this kind of odd contorted position relative to the weapon, it would give the detective at the scene pause to think, well, this just doesn't marry up. Now, the other thing that we have to think about Nancy is these satellite blood droplets. Remember what the detective said. He said that these are not, these are not like a real dynamic blood droplet. It's not a, a dynamic blood stain like when we hear about things like cast off from beatings or stabbings or even high velocity from a blast. This is something that's literally dripping 
at a very slow rate of speed, probably off of something at an elevated height, maybe off of a hand, or maybe be, maybe off of the tip of a weapon, say for instance, that's hovering above the, above the level the surface of the floor. So it's gonna give a completely different dynamic and appearance. And somebody that's trained, like this detective, is sure to recognize that at the scene. And of course, once the medical examiner uh, performs the autopsy, he or she can clearly see the trajectory path of the bullet, which would most likely show that suicide was impossible. In other words, if she was shot from the back of the head, right, uh, upward to downward, clearly that's not a suicide. So let me ask you this, Ray Caputo, what happens to the Minnesota church elder Stephen Allwine? Well, Nancy, I mean, the police start taking all this evidence, and it becomes very clear that he had something to do with it. He, he, they charge him with a crime. He, he ends up going on trial, and he's convicted of murder. He's convicted of being dog day god. So he is going to pay for his crime. But, you know, he thought he was the smartest guy in the room, Nancy. He What's the sentence? He get away with this. What's the sentence? Uh, I believe he's, he's going away for life, Nancy. Yeah, you know what? I don't believe Minnesota has the death penalty. So I have plenty of time behind bars to think back on his foiled murder plot, and that leaves their little boy without a mother or a father. There is also the case of Alexis Stern. Take a listen to this. He was just like, I think you should sit down. Someone put a hit out on you, and they want you dead. I was like, this is a joke, right? It was not a joke. On the dark web, someone using the alias Mastermind365 had gone to a hitman for hire site and paid about $5,000 worth of Bitcoin for Alexis to be assassinated, giving chilling details. Where I lived, where I worked, my picture of me, a description of me, everything. FBI and Homeland Security agents soon got involved Although many dark web sites are scams, Alexis knew someone out there wanted her dead. And that terrified me. Authorities promised to investigate. You're hearing our friends at CBS 48 Hours. That was Peter Van Zant. Police come to this young lady and tell her there is a hit on her that she is scheduled to die. All this goes down on the dark web. Straight out to psychiatrist out of the Atlanta jurisdiction joining us, Dr. Angela Arnold. Dr. Angela, question, have you noticed the code names, the handles, the usernames these people use? For instance, Mastermind365 or um, Dog Day God. What does that tell you? They're very grandiose, aren't they? These names are very grandiose. These people seem to it, it seems to be a portrayal that they don't think that anyone can can get to them they are going to go through with what they're trying to do to john cardillo host america talks newsmax tv former nypd i want you to take a listen to our friend peter van zandt listen to this we asked alexis stern to read the disturbing emails between the person who wanted her dead codenamed mastermind 365 and Yura, the alleged murder-for-hire kingpin on the dark web. I can see on your website that the services you offer are murder, assault, and arson. A kidnapping is the job that I had in mind. Mastermind365 sent this picture of Alexis to Yura, 
Then for some reason, about a week later, he upgraded his order from kidnapping to, I would just like this person dead. I would just like this person to be shot and killed. Wow. Uh, straight out to Ray Caputo joining me. Lead News Anchor Orlando's Morning News WDBO. What happened then? After the feds go to Alexis, tell her about the plot. What happens? Well, I'll tell you what, Nancy. She gets spooked. Her and her family literally get in their car and they just drive away because, you know, if you think that, you know, somebody's out there, they don't know who it is. I mean, it's like completely shocked his family. So they get up and they leave. Now, from that point forward, um, you know, Alexis starts putting two and two together. And the first person that she thinks of who could do this is an ex-boyfriend that she had who lives over all the way over across the pond in the U.K. And then she starts putting two, to, two and two together and contacts authorities about it. Guys, we're talking about the dark web and how the Internet is used to transfer child pornography, uh, stolen goods, even hire hitmen. Alexis Stern says she believes it was her ex, her boyfriend from Great Britain, that wanted her dead. He absolutely refutes that. To Kathleen Murphy, North Carolina family lawyer, you can find her at ncdomesticlaw.com. I mean, if this is happening in a dating relationship, what do you think is going to happen after they get married? So, Nancy, I have one word for all of this. I mean, I've listened to the entire podcast and People really need to consider prenuptial agreements. <laughs> I think they're really... just trying to stay alive. <laughs> I don't think they're worried about their uh, checking account or their 401k. They're just trying to stay alive. But here we're understanding this. this is her ex. So apparently, I mean, I'm guessing she broke up with him. But the reality is he swears he had nothing to do with it. Take a listen one last time to CBS 48 Hours, Peter Van Zant. Do you have any doubt in your mind who put out the contract on your life? I have no doubt in my mind that it is Adrian Fry. Adrian Fry, her ex-boyfriend from England. When she saw the kill order dated July 15th, she says the timing suddenly made sense to her. What had happened the day before, July 14th? That is when I told Adrian that I was dating someone else. And it wasn't just the timing of the hit order. She says it was the language, too. It sounds very British. I would just like this person dead, but if there's any more information you would like, inbox me. I don't know anyone in America that uses the term inbox me. Adrian, on the other hand, often would say that. Alexis noticed Mastermind 365 sometimes referred to himself with a lowercase i. She says when Adrian wrote her, he did the same thing. Lowercase i, inbox me. The devil is in the details. We wait as justice unfolds. Nancy Grace, Crime Story, signing off. Goodbye, friend. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. 
he says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zen nicotine pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life. Because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Visit Zen.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Lisa Mattress, a collaboration between Lisa and West Elm. The natural hybrid is made from natural latex, natural wool, and environmentally safe foams. The natural hybrid elevates your sleep and supports. Go to lisa.com forward slash nancy to learn more. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash nancy. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. Amazing. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, your exercise, and medication decisions. All those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and a lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner.